What is going on everyone, Afandi here. Welcome to the Z Takeover Podcast. On this podcast, we will be interviewing some of the most successful world leaders in their space as we sit down and discuss topics related to entrepreneurship, marketing and personal development. We are here to empower Generation Z with motivation, knowledge and skills to escape the rat race one interview at a time. Now, before we dive into the episode, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts as the support in this journey means the absolute world to me. With that being said, now let's dive straight into the episode and welcome our guest. What is going on guys, Afandi here, welcome to the Z Takeover Podcast. We are here to empower Generation Z with knowledge, motivation and skills to escape the rat race one interview at a time. Today, we have two very special, special guests. We have one of my digital marketing mentor who is the co-founder and CEO of Blitz Matrix. He has also worked with huge, huge companies like Nike and the Golden State Warriors. We have also beside him the founder of Hoop Swag, The Salt Game, Pet Particle and Lit Mits. Guys, today we have Dennis Yu and Brandon Agronoff here with us. By the way guys, you are going to notice that this episode is a little different. It's much shorter than our usual episodes and the reason for that is because um, I did not hit the record button before we started and only realized it towards the end. So yeah, I can't explain with words how upset and disappointed I feel even till today because there was just, there was just so much value and incredible insight that these two men have given us in our conversation. Um, you can also tell the lack of enthusiasm I had towards the end when I realized the dumb mistake I made. So yeah. Uh, I figured I'd still post the remaining of the episode that was recorded because there's still a huge ton of value there and I hope I can get these two guests on board again for a second interview sometime in the future. Um, you also notice that the episode is going to start in the middle of a conversation. So yeah, I hope you can follow along. Hypocrisy is when you are saying do this and not what I say. And the system will fall apart if you're just being a boss and other people aren't doing it. The beauty of having a team of virtual assistants is that if you have a very, very tight set of checklists, then they can repeatably and reliably do something over and over again at scale. And we call that repeatable excellence. The more people that you have, the more process that you have, the more software you can build against that. And that's where you want to learn from someone like Brennan. So behind the scenes, there are potentially 100, 150 people that are doing work in a checklist driven system. He's not making all the socks and all the oven mitts and all the other personalized items. He has teams of people that are doing it and he couldn't delegate it unless he had systems and processes behind him. But that's the thing that almost nobody except people like Brennan understand because when we hang out with a Colin Wayne Ehrman or a Welton Hong or a Brad Lee, these other people, they have software, they have systems, they have developers. They have project managers. They have, I'm not saying you have to have all those people right now, but if you look at the people who are very successful, they look very shiny because of their lifestyle and the mansion they live in. But if you go several levels below and see how they actually operate, you're going to see a massive amount of systems and processes and checklists. And that's what Brennan and I, when we travel and meet with these people, it's fun eating at the nice restaurants. It's fun traveling and seeing all these cool things and people have nice sports cars. That's nice. But what is it that we're interested in seeing? How they function. 
And then we look yep. at how, how can we take what they've done and replicate it and find the success in what they've done and implement it in our own stuff. And how willing are these people to share with us what they're doing? You know, that's the crazy part is I, I didn't think at first they would have any interest. Why would they share? That's like their trade secrets, but they love to talk about it because the other thing that I think they take away from it is they look at what we're doing mm -hmm. successfully, right? right? And then it's like a collaboration. It's like, exactly. okay, this worked here, this worked here, and we get better together. Yeah. There it is. You hear that? That's how you collaborate. That's how you learn. If you wanted to spend a whole day with Bradley and play ping pong with him and <laughs> hang out and all that, how much would you have to pay to be able to get that? I don't think you knew by that. You couldn't yet. Sure enough, that's what we did. Yeah. And how much did we pay? Nothing. Nothing. Would you not like to have awesome mentors that are successful, that are teaching you how they do stuff, and you don't pay them, and they care about you? I really love that, man. So at the end of the day, it all falls back on systems and processes, right? Everything that we do all falls back to having a checklist that, that is uh, driving all these processes in place so that at the end of the day, we have a repeatable and scalable process that drives us to success, right? That's right. Amen. Not very sexy, is it? So can you guys uh, shed us more light on how you guys use LinkedIn to grow? Or how someone can use LinkedIn to grow one's business and how one can go about doing that? LinkedIn's a great place to connect. I think of them as maybe five years behind Facebook because the reach is a lot easier. It's a huge network. People aren't posting as often. There's less competition. So if you're posting business-related things, self-improvement, hiring and firing, job opportunities, skills, connecting, LinkedIn has created so much value for me. It's all in the DMs. And I don't mean automation. I mean sharing what you know, just like you would through Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or the other channels, but maybe one level higher in terms of your professional caliber. LinkedIn is how you're going to build great relationships. One of my former bosses was Jeff Weiner at Yahoo. We worked together at Yahoo and he became the CEO at LinkedIn. And he said that Facebook is where you go to waste time and LinkedIn is where you go to invest time. I don't know if that's exactly true. I thought that was kind of funny, but certainly the business opportunities that I have are through LinkedIn. I've built my connections carefully. I don't accept just anybody. I have 50 skills. So make sure you have 50 skills so people can endorse you. Get as many recommendations as you can by recommending other people first. Recommendations and endorsements, not the same thing. You should post on LinkedIn three or four times a week, maybe every day if you can. Follow Mary Henderson, who's absolutely fantastic. She's the LinkedIn queen. There's so many smart people on LinkedIn. If you're a business person, spend more time on LinkedIn than you do on Instagram or Snapchat. Uh, would you advise uh, someone to actually go personal on LinkedIn, like sharing personal stories? Or do you recommend someone to just um, talk exclusively about business and uh, entrepreneurship and their skill sets? Yeah, I mean, the same way you're going to talk about your personal experiences on Facebook, they just translate a little bit different onto LinkedIn. But the same concepts that we talked about with the one minute videos were like, at the end of the day, people want to connect with people and don't want to see some formal essay written out. Um, you might present it slightly differently. That might make it look a bit more professional and, and connect it to what you do professionally um, and, and make that link. But personal experiences are still what drives all sort of yeah. human connection, I believe. So, yep. Yeah, I really love that. So last question to both of you. What does success look like to you? For me, because I'm older, I'm more than twice the age of this guy here. Success is about the achievement of goals that other people have. 
when I was 20, there were things that I wanted to do, things I wanted to buy. I wanted to see the world. And I've been very lucky to be able to have mansions and sports cars and be on private jets and other people's boats. So for me, like rather than buy my own boat, I'll just be on someone else's boat, right? And I've had those amazing opportunities, but you get to a certain point in your career where there are more years behind you than ahead of you. And the things that are meaningful are where you can see other people succeed. And I love seeing other people right now start their agencies and being able to grow because they are growing, they're hiring other people, which is fantastic. I love seeing that, especially in the Philippines, John Jonas from onlinejobs.ph and other folks like that. And I love seeing local businesses that are hurting right now because of the situation where they're able to get more business, they're able to tell their story, they have a digital presence, the stuff that they have been putting off for a long time. And it's just nice seeing everyone be able to win. And if I can be behind the scenes and help that take off, then I see people like Tristan Parmley who runs Cairo Revenue. I see John Cordray who has open wide dental and serving 27,000 dentists. That just makes my heart warm. And for me, I can't have success unless other people are being successful. I think that other people, and this is just my view, I believe other people should eat first before I eat. I'm already big. I don't need to eat anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, for, my, for myself, and I think I realized this more over the past six months, especially as we've kind of gone into this weird stage of life, um, but it's been extremely rewarding to help other people like learn things and watch them make the same breakthroughs um, in ways that I have like in the past, because you watch someone go through this and they make a breakthrough, but then they start approaching problems with more like dynamic problem solving than I ever would have. Um, and so it's so cool to watch and be able to help other people figure out these sort of epiphanies for themselves. Um, Cause I remember how rewarding this to go through that myself. And so to be able to help people along in that path has been super cool. And then also just the people that you work with being able to enable them to do bigger things than what they pre like they come in and they start working for you. And then when they leave, you want them to be 10 times better than when they came in. And actually yeah. seeing that to, to fruition has been extremely rewarding, I think. That's really inspiring, man. So uh, since we are speaking about success, right? I know that you teach people the, to set three by three goals. Can you tell us more about that? So the three by three goal sheet, which is not the same as a three by three grid, is a tic-tac-toe box, three by three. So you have personal physical and professional. And all of those have to go together. Think about how, like Brendan, you're in the best shape of your life right now, yeah. right? Because you're working out and you're working. Yeah. And professionally, things are going well for you, right? Your business is growing. Yeah. There's lots of great things that are happening. And, you know, Animo, let's see, um, the ASIC shoe brand, right? Mm -hmm. we, we talk about ASIC's Tiger, which stands for Animo Sane and Corpore Sano, which means a sound mind and a sound body. And thus, if you're healthy, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, business-wise, they all kind of go together. If you're suffering health-wise, then you're not really going to do that well with relationships and what have you, right? If your relationships are not going well, it doesn't matter what's going on in the business world because it's just going to pull you down. And so all of these go together, right? And so if we know that you have personal, physical, and professional things, and then you have short, medium, and long-term goals, then you have balance. You have life balance and you have time balance. And so you might have these big, big goals way out here. 
that you want to make lots of money and help these other people and be a successful entrepreneur and have this lifestyle and a big bank account balance. But how are you going to be able to get there? Map out how you're going to help other people where you're going to create value. What are you doing to invest in yourself along the way so you can invest in other people? If you're empty, physically, financially, professionally, then you can't build up other people because you have nothing to give. So the idea of personal, physical, and professional is you have these short-term goals, which are great. 30 days, very specific, right? You can keep yourself accountable. Then in the long term, you're heading over here. Now, what's going to bridge it? These are the medium-term goals. And the medium-term goals are actually the most important goals because that's what everyone else forgets. They think about, okay, here's my to-do list for today. I'm going to go to the bank. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to do my email, whatever it is, right? I'm going to return that phone call. And so people are like, bang, 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 bang. They feel productive. And then long-term, they have these big dreams. But what bridges those? Most people are stuck over here. They can't get to the long-term goals because their medium-term goals are a bridge between short and long. Or they work really hard, but then their health goes to crap. Or they just can't balance things. So when you have that balance on physical, personal, and professional, you can shift to long-term. So that's how the three-by-three grid works. So at the end of the day, it's all about balance, right? Um, what would your take be on people who believe that if you want to achieve a certain goal, that you have to you have to sacrifice other aspects of your life? Like, why is it important not to over focus on one aspect? Yeah, I mean, everyone kind of has a different definition of success, right? So I think you have to look at like what that looks like and then reverse engineer on how to get there. And sure, you go through stages where you are working 10, 16 hours a day, and then there's stages where you aren't. It's, it, I don't think it's all one way or the other. And there's absolutely sacrifices you're going to make regardless of what you what route in life you take, right? Like the way I look at it is, okay, maybe you take a more balanced life, you're sacrificing some of the work things you might have accomplished. Um, so it's just a matter of figuring out for yourself what your life priorities are and what success looks like to you, who you want in your life and what you enjoy doing, I think. Um, and you end up deciding what sacrifices you're going to make based off of those. It's not a up in the air type thing. It's a very, I want X, Y, and Z. And so to do that, I have to do these things. Yeah. Listen to what Brennan says, because at any point in time, there's going to be a number one priority because maybe you're sick and that's what you have to deal with right now. Or maybe this deadline comes up for your business and you have to work on that. At any point in time, any one of these things may become a top priority, but it's never going to be your top priority all the time because you have to allow the dynamic flexibility to be able to adjust your time to delegate out these other items. Randy Zuckerberg, who is the sister of Mark Zuckerberg, came up with the idea of out of five items, you can pick three. So do you want to be healthy? Do you want to get enough sleep? Do you want to work on your business? Do you want to spend time with friends? Do you want to spend time with family? So you have these five things. You can't do all of them. Pick three. What do most people do? They ignore their health and they ignore the sleep because the other three they can't say no to. But generally, you can choose three of the five. Think about that because it is a hard priority. You're not going to be able to do everything. There is some balancing. There are some people who can almost get away with it, but you just only have 24 hours in a day. It's like you have a pizza, right? And there's only so much area in the pizza and you can cut that pizza into, let's say it's an eight slice pizza. You can cut those eight slices into 16 slices because each one is now skinny, but do you have twice as much pizza? No, you, you have the same amount of time every day. So you have to be very careful about where you allocate it and forget about FOMO because most people are thinking, well, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. And I'm all motivated and I'm, I'm hyped up from listening to someone else talk about how motivated they are. 
you still have the same amount of time. So we need to face that reality. So at end of the day, it's all about um, learning about your priorities and trying to automate and delegate everything else in order to free time for your priorities, right? Amen. Uh, all right, guys, we've come to the end of the podcast episode. So I hope you guys uh, had a great conversation with me and I really hope to speak to you guys soon. Thank you, Mike. And you're going to promote this on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and YouTube. You're going to put dollar a day against it. You're going to document how your results are. You're going to show your behind the scenes so that other people could follow your great example in producing a podcast and getting the traffic to your podcast. Definitely, Dennis. It's all about documentation. That's my mission now. Amen. So much, because we... Awesome. All right, guys, that's the end of the episode. I really, really hope you found it helpful and valuable. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you like it. It will mean the absolute world to me if you can do that. Have a wonderful day ahead. Peace out and see you guys soon.